0: All right, welcome back to Grindstone Adventures podcast. This is episode number four. Uh, today we have a good buddy of mine. Uh, he's probably closer to a brother. Uh, we both went to Muskingum, both joined Ulster, our fraternity down there at the same time. I unfortunately didn't get to play ball with him down there. I had already had too many concussions. Um, but I did get the chance, to, a rare chance, uh, as a Sophomore in college to coach him on Sundays for JV football at Miss I gave him all kinds of hell and shit, but, you know, that it is what it is. I mean, we pledged in Ulster together, so we we got to know each other quite well. Uh, We lived next to each other for a year and a half, I think it was. But uh, uh, he's from over uh, western Ohio, same as Elijah is. Um, A similar area. Uh, I believe he's closer to... Dayton than Elijah is, but he's from Miamisburg, uh, he's somewhere in the area over there. Um, this is not a hunting-oriented podcast this week. Uh, my buddy Kane is a uh, well, I don't know how I would say it. He, let's put it this way: he's very good with words, <laughs> <coughs> but uh, he he's also very good with editing and stuff like that. So we'll be talking about that a little bit, catching up. Um, and just a quick little shout out to him. It was his birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to him. And uh, I'll let him put his social media if he wants to at the end of it. So If you guys want to go follow him, you can. Uh, he's a pretty cool dude. So how you doing today, bud?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's been a long week. After hearing you being in a, in a truck for 70 to 80 hours yeah yeah Yeah, it it was rough i mean it's not often that you get to experience sleeping in a truck for three days but it's a single cab truck with limited room to lean the seat back because it's a standard shift six-speed transmission so you got like no room to recline i I had to be creative with how i fell asleep and stuff because i couldn't fall asleep for more than four hours at a time too because i was hopping pads but I'm still alive and made home, so <laughs> that's all you can ask for. <laughs> so what's new in the world of Kane?
1: Um, let's see. Um right now I have my my clothing coming out. Um it's it's relative to my music. Um, so yeah, T shirts, hats, hoodies long sleeve shirts, you name it I can make it basically Um, but that just started coming out Um, it has has out my album on the back, all my singles my albums, Uh, under that the QR codes for my Spotify and Apple Music and uh, my logo on the front Uh, those of you who are close to me uh, they get their name on the front with the year that we met Um, So that if I ever do end up, you know, moving up, that they can get in and get in uh, without any problem. Um, I just had a a song come out yesterday called Lone Wolf. Um, Basically speaking on like how I view stuff. Um, Speaking on uh, just some
0: just stuff, you know, like just go check it out. It's kind of self-explanatory. Let's say his his music's pretty good. I I didn't mention this a minute or two ago, but when I was sitting in that truck for that a lot of time, I had a lot of time to listen to music, watch TV, and shit on my phone. But I I binged your music on Spotify. Hell yeah. (laughs) Let's say that that logo and stuff, it looks sweet. I'm going to have to get me a crew neck or something.
1: Yeah, that, go for it. I mean, yo, you wouldn't even have to buy it for real. I just gotta know where to send it
0: to. Hell yeah. Uh, say, I'm, I'm in the works of creating some uh, merchandise apparel for my stuff right now too. Um, working with a guy that another muskie turned me on to, local business, and I don't know if it's the Columbus area or something, but or maybe closer to Newark. But as soon as I get that, I'll be sending you something. I'm, I'm working on hats and T-shirts right now.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll talk to you about that
0: uh, at a later date. That I'll sounds talk good. So, you put out music on Spotify and Apple uh, Music. I almost said podcast there. Um, so, what what else have you been working on, bud?
1: Uh, well, I I'm re redoing my website. Um, basically uh it's not culture at yola civil, dot yola um, you can find the merchandise there you can find my music plenty of other artist music like nes and uh, sosa and courtney and Bee weave you know just a bunch of uh local artists around me around ohio um and i'm gonna start working on podcasts again uh culture content is mine um basically that's just just music news local happenings uh big topics uh not too much drama uh there's a there's a podcaster i know i don't know him personally but i listen to sometimes called drama alert which is pretty sick but it's it's gonna be gonna be out the ways of that it's more informational um and uh just staying in the gym i mean uh, five days a week i'm just trying to get get seven more pounds to be in my goal weight so
0: hell yeah I, I say you were always always jacked dude <laughs> i remember it was the end of my end of junior year for me we we started hitting the gym i'd get back from track practice and we'd just go right back hit the gym go do some laps on the field or whatever or was that your freshman year no that was that was my sophomore year I was gonna say we were living in the house weren't we yeah yeah that that was I'll tell you what I've been through some grueling workouts and all the football stuff I've been through from Carrollton to Muskingum different track workouts Um, Muskingum Ashland University and Carrollton I'll tell you what if you want a banging workout you want to burn your biceps and anything else that you're trying to work on Kane's a good guy to hit up for that because he he knows what he's doing I, i'm more of a redneck i want to be <laughs> i want to be stronger at all so i kind of take like hay bale chucking type mentality into a weight room where i'm not trying to get cut or anything i'm just trying to build a bunch of muscle at once
1: yeah yep that's that's the goal that's that's just how how it's rocking with me um i'm just i'm just trying to you know uh going into the gym it's it's more of a a lot of people mistake going into the gym as as a, a target you know what i mean like they have to have a goal in mind and then you know they do three sets of 15 or three sets of 10 da 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 da, and it's it's planned and then they get tired you know and and for me uh, i don't look at it that way i go until until the pain hits, you know, like I, I want to see how much weight I can do and how much I can do with that weight right. and, and push myself every
0: single time. And, kind of and right. I know when we went and we were on the field, when
1: we were doing, when we were doing abs, I, bro, I was dying.
0: You were I, dying. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, that was right at the stage of my heavy drinking. I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you kind of used the Arnold Schwarzenegger mindset in the gym. Your, your workout starts when it starts to hurt. Yep.
1: Yeah, I, I start off with a bunch of stretching and whatnot. So yeah. uh, I don't do those, like, those usual stretches where, like, I'll oh, your legs, touch your right toe, touch your left foot. You know
0: what yeah. I mean? But, you know, but, uh, no, nah, like, I I find, I target my
1: my pain, my, where my most pain's at, and then I stretch that and then work my whole body down. I don't know how to explain it, but, yeah, that's just how –
0: that's probably a good thing because wherever you're feeling the most pain at during your workout, that probably means your muscles are most tight. Um, so you probably got to loosen them up. I mean, flexibility is never a bad thing no matter what you're trying to work on at any point in your life. Flexibility is always a good thing. Truth. Big truth. say I'm not great at creating workouts for people. Uh, like you were saying, you go in there waiting for the pain to hit to start your workout no matter how much it takes to get up to that point. I that that's a whole different mentality and it's probably easier to stay motivated that way where the last couple of times I've tried to go to a gym you know I I try that typical sports workout routine where I'm like all right I got this many sets I'm going to superset this I'm going to do that I'm going to have this much rest time and I'm like it's hard as hell to stay motivated motivated to do that like I, I've kind of like turned myself off from the gym I want to get back in there but I got to find a smaller gym cuz plant Fitness just ain't it ain't it for me anymore. There's too many people and I don't have the patience to sit in there and wait for someone to get off a squat rack or something like that. So what I've been doing is I've just been throwing a weighted vest on doing some, we'll call it prison workouts in my apartment and stuff every morning.
1: I mean, that's, speaking of that, that's actually a good segue. Um, so, uh, do you, have you ever used cards for a workout?
0: Uh, cards as in like like playing cards you know like oh um, no no i haven't but i know what you mean
1: yeah so i how i base like if i if i want to go in there basically with a structure and uh if i want to go in there that day and be like all right i'm gonna do this like it's all structured you know what you're gonna get basically but you don't know when you're gonna get it so say like you have you want to do supersets or something and you want to do four sets of each um like say you lay four cards down face down, and then uh, each card. So when it's face up, say like it's a, it's a seven, right? You do seven reps, and then you flip it. You got the next one. You got a king, that's thirteen, uh, and then you got a two, which is two. You know, like like that. It's it's structured, but at the same time, has what would you call it? I can't remember.
0: Um, I say that's gonna build some mental strength too, because you could be dying at the end of a. A set, and then flip over another huge number of reps, and you gotta bust them out.
1: Yeah, and that's that's also basically where, like, yeah, you said it. Like building mentality comes in because, so, like, if you can get through that by yourself, then then I, I a lot of it translates to outside.
0: Of the, oh yeah, outside of the gym. But say so the only thing I ever did close to that card <laughs> theory is, uh, whenever I was at my my freshman year. um, Alicia used to have this, like, octagon-type ball, like kind of like how baseball has those directional balls where you throw it, and it, it's to help them catch crow hops or whatever. It was similar to that. Um, and I, I remember spraining my ankle freshman year midseason and working my way back, but I had to do rehab throughout the week, and, you know. And part of the rehab was she'd take me down the field, and she'd just flipped this ball up in the air, and I would have to, like, do whatever... It, it didn't have numbers or reps on it she would have the rep number given to us the whole time and, but it had a bunch of different workouts designed for whatever injury you had to rehab it back and whatever it landed on you had to do that many reps of it and I think she put us through like circuits of three rounds of it before we would just have to run and you know do a cool down warm up stretch whatever that's, that's a really good idea I don't think I've ever heard of that yeah I mean Muskingum's tra- trainers they're Even with their student trainers, they're something else, man. They they did a lot of work to my body to get me back to be able to function in sports.
1: Well, that's uh, that's always good. Hopefully, hopefully it helps outside of that too.
0: Oh yeah, it did. I mean, my mentality it's still in there. I just gotta you know I gotta unlock it again whenever it comes to finding the motivation to stay in the gym or whatnot. It's there; just need to unlock it. Uh I do wanna start running again because uh I need to get my cardio up, I need to I need to get everything exercised to the point where like I can climb a mountain without getting completely wiped out because I'm going out west next year to go elk hunting on private or public land, so it's gonna be nothing but hiking miles and miles every day. I don't know if I can, but it's been a dream of mine for ever to go out there and shoot a an elk with a bow. So I'm going to give it a shot. Who knows? Hell yeah. Maybe, in, maybe this coming season I'll get you to get your deer hunting license and we'll see if we can't get you to get something on the ground.
1: Shit, let's do it.
0: I'm ready. So that, that's one thing I really want to get into. Uh, it's not going to be the easiest for a couple years yet. Uh, Because I don't have personal land that I can just bring people in, I gotta you know go through landowners or go do uh, public land, which public land's always gonna be a little more difficult. Because in my opinion, that's where the smartest deer are because they're always pressured. You know, they're running from humans. You gotta get deep in there. You gotta know what signs to look for. Got to be in a perfect setup. You know, like I said a couple podcasts ago, the most important part about deer hunting is you gotta know where your wind's at at all times. So. But that's something I want to get into. I want to start taking people out and putting them on deer, whether they get them or not. I want to, you know, that's like my whole reason for starting the, the channel up is I want to pass down what I've learned and give it to other people so they can get into the lifestyle. I mean, I'm not the smartest person. I don't know everything about it, but as I'm learning, I want to be able to pass down what I'm learning and my experiences down to others.
1: It's the bridge, like, you, you would be, in essence, my bridge to that, because I, obviously, I haven't done that. Um, I've been to a shooting range, but that's totally different than...
0: It's different, like, but it's the, the mentality different. and stuff's kind of similar, I and mean, say, safety and all that kind of stuff, like, a lot of people don't realize whenever you're deer hunting, which i'd say i'm probably not the best person to look at when it comes to this kind of stuff but like whenever i'm going up in a climber which uh, a climber tree stand set is a top and a bottom two separate pieces that a lot of times hunters probably majority of time and they're using them They'll what they'll do is take a, like a ratchet strap or a really strong bungee cord and they'll bungee toward the top to the bottom and that way if their bottom never falls out on them because like i said they're two separate pieces but they come with foot straps you put your feet in and then you got to pick up and you got a pressure point and climb the tree with it. And I always use a harness uh, whenever I'm using those because you know the bottom can fall out. And then if it does, you're you're stuck up in the tree until help arrives. And I hunt a lot of places with no phone service, so that would be a that would be a long day. But uh, a harness is basically like you know if people out there work construction or they lineman or whatever, they know a it, similar harness, just lighter weight. Um, not as many things because all you got to do is tie off to a tree so it, it's similar but better in my opinion because I don't want to have all that weight on me and stuff but uh, there's other tree stands that you know they go 15 20 feet in the air I'm not wearing a harness at that height I'm just gonna make sure I stay awake and I know my limits of where I can step and what I can do but I did go into tree stand when I shot my buck I explained a couple podcasts ago that whoever put it up there didn't put it up the right way property owner doesn't know whose it is No one's used it for a couple years. They padlocked it to a tree. Um, But it's about 35 feet in the air, I'd say. 25, 35, somewhere in there. And when you put weight, you step on the ladder to climb up to it. Your ladder comes out of the the platform you sit on, which is a huge no-no. You know what I mean? Because that's supposed to be part of your brace weight for your platform. Yeah. And this one, I just... I threw all caution to the wind. I climbed up in that tree stand, and I battled with the ladder, trying to keep it where I could get on the platform. And It was something you, I had to make sure I was out of the tree before dark because I wouldn't have been able to see what I was doing. But, yeah, there's a lot of safety that goes on with hunting that people don't realize. Just like, you know, people that's never been to a gun range, there's a lot of safety that goes into that, too, because, you know, your loaded firearms are nothing to play with.
1: Hell
0: no. Although I don't know. I do play, put quotation marks around the word play, but I do play around with firearms quite a bit, but that I've been, I was raised with them, so I can strip down an AR-15. I can, I've built two of them so far. Um, I can strip a nine millimeter down, clean it, break a muzzleloader down, clean it, you know, I, I, that's just second nature to me, but I can easily teach people that. It's just, you know, you, you gotta stress the fact, like, hey, it don't matter if that gun's got loaded rounds in it, or if it doesn't even have a magazine in it, and the be- barrels off of it. Do you treat that weapon as if it's loaded at all times? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, but, uh, so, wh- when did you, like, uh, get into, you know, the computer tech and stuff? We'll segue into that, like, the editing software when you got into making music all that like what kind of growing pains and stuff like because i know you've always had a passion for making music um but like how did how did you like go about learning it or is it just like you threw yourself to the wolves and you learned by trial and error uh, i threw
1: myself to the wolves um basically uh where where it came from uh, i would say uh, let's take it back to like 2009 oh, no. uh, yeah I, I was like 11 years old I was probably let's see it well okay my first video I, I came out with ever uh, was recorded on a an old Verizon flip phone <laughs> that could only take 15 second videos <laughs> um, and I figured out because I had an email um, I, I Probably due to like webcams or some shit like that. Um, I, I wouldn't even say it was webcams. Uh, for real, it was probably uh, newgrounds. Um, I learned a lot from newgrounds, but that has nothing to do with music um, or videos. But I take a, I take my flip phone and I take the, take the video on the flip phone and um, I send a text to my email. Um, and that video, so like on the flip phone, you can pause it, just like you can do like when you're recording, you can pause it and then bring it right back. Um, record it, like say, recording a podcast or a song, mm-hmm. but you can pause it and bring it right back to wherever it was and it'll continue the video. So uh, I would do that. I think it was when I first started using that heavy was when I tried to like make stop motion type, type videos with uh, with army men. And like, a lot of those I think were called I don't even. I think it's something woof. I I don't know what it is. What my obsession is, with wolf, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that you can find on YouTube um, from forever ago uh, on K boy four three five four four four, and that that basically was the start of it for me. I mean, I've I've written music for a long time. Like I've written poetry. Let's put it that way uh, since like second grade. So. Uh, words just became natural to me after a while but uh flipping back to the videos and such um yeah i started with that and then uh, one year for christmas uh, i got a video camera now using that video camera was was hard i, I had it was a blue it, i think it, it wasn't sylvania um i really want to say it, it wasn't even it was something it was just an off-brand like like 720p like video camera that you had to put a put an sd card in and i only had a four gigabyte sd card which now i have like a two terabyte like big sd cards but um i started so if you ever heard have you ever heard of unreal tournament (laughs) Uh, so the people who make say like world of warcraft i think that's made by unreal um, Halo is partnering with Unreal, I think. I, I could be straight lying right now. I have no idea. But I know Unreal is still like a big uh proponent, I don't even know proponent. I don't know what that's called, but a big a big brand uh, in gaming still. But Unreal Tournament was this this game that you had you had random guns. It was like pre call of duty, like
0: I remember. I, was it on a console or was it on a computer?
1: It was on the computer. It, um, it came out like a good five years
0: after Quake. Um, say, I used to play like a first-person shooter game at Carrollton High School when I was a junior and senior before the school locked down the internet for and kept us off certain pages. But I played this first-person shooter game that sounds similar to what you're talking about. It was called Be Gone. And, yeah i played that so that yeah. thing was awesome yeah it, it's made, it was the it was a similar concept
1: but that also is where i kind of learned coding um in essence like learned what coding was um and so like you could code in god mode and it would activate it you couldn't die and then um all weapons and you'd have all the weapons and it, it was sick for what it was but anyways um so I'd, I'd shoot that over my shoulder before I knew what screen recording was. and um, i put my videos into into Windows Movie Maker on uh, Windows Vista, and um, I learned how to subject uh, music into the background. So at the time, I had LimeWire, and uh, I had gotten a Craig MP3 from my uncle for Christmas, um, I think like a year or two before that. So I had LimeWire, which I loved limewire before you know limewire stopped being what it was but um yeah and that's how i learned how to do videos and such and before yola this is doubling back to my website uh yola was Synthesite, uh way not way back then but you know um and synthesizers is where I actually learned how to code. So, if you go to Beastie Kid Nineteen, which was my second channel when I was younger, um, a lot of those videos I basically copied and pasted uh, in the embed code into into YouTube, and uh, I learned how to basically steal videos. And I, I know for purposes, I shouldn't really say that, but at the same time, that is what it is. And I was too young to like care,
0: I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh,
1: yeah, so I learned how to do that, and then after that, it kind of just took off. Uh, I ended up getting like three or four different cameras. Um, I got, finally got my first 1080p that only shot widescreen. And I didn't really do too much with that. Um, but around the same time, uh, I think, no, not the same time. Uh, fifth grade was the, was the camera, fifth grade, sixth grade. And then seventh grade, I uh, came out with my first song, which you can't find at all. Um, and, but it was called blue and white. Um, basically me trying to copy Wiz Khalifa's black and yellow.
0: (laughs) Were your high school colors or your school colors blue and white?
1: Yep. So like (laughs) it was, it was, it was awful, but at the same time, like it gave me a lot of, a lot of mixed emotions. I would say like, I was super confident about it. But then, at the same time, like getting bagged on, you know, for rapping and whatnot. But uh, I ended up using this program called Audacity um, back then. And um, what I would do is I turn the turn the instrumental on, and uh, and uh, put my headphones in, and then put the the MP3 player, which was a touchscreen Slovenia um, little little. Uh, um, mp3 player mp4 actually you could watch videos on it which was pretty sick but <laughs> um, yeah so i ended up using that and that was right before i knew about the ipod um, well not before actually i had an ipod second generation um
0: touch uh but um those, those mp3 players they were pretty cool i i had <laughs> one when i lived in strasburg at our second house so it was before sixth grade i remember Going out mowing the yard and stuff with like Rick Ross playing and I don't know, maybe Fifty Cent Dude, It was all just music. Like I found this iPod at the park and like at the time no one no one was going to come back and claim that because that park was it's still pretty big. So I I I snatched it up and whoever had it before me that's all they listened to is rap and you know I I don't know how to work it. I don't know how to download music to it. It was one of those ones with the flip open USB to it still. Yeah. and so that that was when i first heard rap i was like man i don't know what they're talking about but it it sounds good
1: (laughs) right you know like yeah um i i got that one i think for christmas too Um, but yeah uh that so I, i i put my like i put the i put my headphones in and record basically mouth to speaker like crazy enough and then i took my i plugged it into the computer pulled the file off of it pulled the file into Audacity. um at the time Audacity wouldn't allow you to line things up Um, i don't think it still does i still use it to this very moment but um um yeah it, it wouldn't line up so i'd have to trim some things like um, and if I wanted to add background to it, I'd have to re-record it on that and then put it under a whole lot. But it, it was a lot of effort for for like a very bad quality <laughs> um, product. But at the same time, like it was it was something I started getting more into. And then I ended up finding that. Uh, and this I did on my grandpa's computer. So like downstairs in the basement, like, right. like I imagine a little seventh grader just like saying random things and like you're you're the grandparents upstairs like what why is he what is the he's mm-hmm. just what you know like, like he got and,
0: dropped on his head or something <laughs> yeah literally
1: so like uh after that i ended up finding out that my grandpa had had a, a a headset mic so like i found out that i could plug the headset mic directly into the computer and this at the time i think it was eighth grade and you can still find it to this day um on Street Kings ENT 2011 and uh, Mr Red MRP TV um, on YouTube and like I had Blowing Me Kisses by Soldier Boy remix. I had Lollipop remix. And
0: <laughs>
1: it it was it's still to this very moment awful quality. But like like I had one like
0: Headlines by Drake. Like a bunch of a bunch of random music. You know what I mean? But yeah.
1: I started using this program. I, I I would say I tried to upgrade to Mixcraft, and that's when I started learning how to like place and patch and and move and cut and trim and 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 everything like auto tune, uh, vocalizers, um, compressors, all that. Like learning that basically helped me to it to get where I was. So my last song I used on that. Um. There. Well. Okay. I skipped. I skipped the spot. And well, it's actually in the same spot. I had a Droid X. Um, I think it was my freshman year of high school, and you could record onto that. And it had like the best quality mic, like better quality than that. Like, so I went back to doing the whole Audacity trick. And and but at the time I did have Mix Mixcraft too. And then when that free trial ended, I went back to Audacity. But. Um. <laughs> yeah so uh after my freshman year i ended up going into this this video program uh thing at my school it was called 1860 belvo you can find it on youtube as well um and that's where i started learning like really how to like make music and and how to shoot videos and and live stream and and do all that because i we used to have this morning segment i was the weather man uh every day which was pretty sick you're n- you're never gonna find that but i sure as hell wish you could because um, that that was a great time but i learned uh boards the uh, the video op- operating board sorry it's slipping my mind what it was called but um a telecast, basically, and I learned how to work those, you know, those eight-foot boards with all those sliders, knobs, buttons. Oh D-pen. yeah, yeah. But that's where I learned all that, and um, I ended up linking up with my buddy Mason Shacker in class, and and uh, we just started. He, Mr. Freeze, our teacher, uh, would allow us to go into like the the little studio room, uh, our ideal room, basically, costumes and whatnot, and and uh he had a mic that would plug directly into an ipad and plugging that mic directly into the ipad and recording it on that and and i just uh, that that class helped me a lot Um, i learned avid media composer which is uh even what what used for all their stuff was avid so i thought that pretty cool oh yeah um and and same with uh orbit media um let's see, uh, the WMCO, uh, radio. Um, but so I learned all that. And then when, uh, I would say probably late my junior year, I ended up building a stand, a mic stand out of a copper pipe and a, and a circular wood, wood board that I found and I taped it. And, uh, and I, I borrowed a sure SM 57 and, uh, I got, at that point, I had a Lenovo desktop, which was, a, I wouldn't say it was awful, but it just, it did not support, it didn't have enough RAM, it didn't have nothing. Like, it, yeah. it, it was a very slow computer at the time.
0: Yeah, they're they're I, pretty good now, I'll tell you that, because that's exactly what we're using right now, is Lenovo.
1: Really? That's crazy, too. I love that, though. <laughs> Connections are wild.
0: They are. Uh, yeah, but they, they definitely got a lot better, because my freshman year of college, I had a Lenovo tablet that was slower than crap that I did all my homework on until Ben Martin shattered it and that's a whole nother story <laughs> we don't need to get into that because there's alcohol involved with that too um yeah, well I mean
1: there's a lot of alcohol related stories
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah
1: but uh yeah so uh, I ended up putting the SM57 the Shure microphone on it and it was I think it was a cardioid if I'm not mistaken so it only picked up one direction and uh and it was a stage mic in essence yeah uh, but i put that on a stand plugged the interface which which carried so much uh like it was either ampage, wattage it would just pull power it would pull power regardless of where it was put in and, but i still i ended up learning how to use fl not not the best i still don't know how to work fl the best but i you know you you mesh with whatever it is and uh, you're going through but uh i ended up coming out with since i was young and that one worked out very well a lot of these you can find on on uh uh these you can find on uh soundcloud at lost donald but um yeah so i ended up coming out with since i was young and then i linked up with uh Aunt rover and, and nikki and mary and uh, Nikki and Mary is about my struggle with nicotine and pot at the time, and um, yeah, I, I ended up kicking those habits. But uh, yeah, so I ended up linking up with this producer that my friend knew. Um, his name's Shorty. Uh, he operated out of his out of his car lot, and so I ended up um recording something with him and a couple things with him and that's what got me that's where i learned about pro tools and pro tools is one of the best softwares to use but i i'd like to stick with what i know so um after that let's say senior year um i started coming out with songs after songs after songs once i figured out how to work the interface and, and mic and whatnot and then um I, coming out to Muskingum I I think I don't I, I don't remember if it was you who went with me or not but I went and got a globe my $50 microphone from from Walmart it's shaped like a like a snow globe yeah I remember that yeah and I had that laptop I just got that laptop so I made uh, made a couple songs using that which I mean was in essence like amazing altogether. Um, you just couldn't hear yourself <laughs> and uh I remember going to what? What was the what was the music um, building called? I forget. Brown. Um, that, the one that they renovated or like up, updated and shit.
0: Like, so the, if you're looking at Circle K from the stadium, was it on the right side or left side?
1: Uh, it was left side. It was if you're looking at the library, it was directly on the left.
0: It was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I had a couple of history classes in there. What the heck was that building called? Brown. Brown was it the one maybe. on the right next to the library, where they did the plays and stuff. I just can't remember what hell oh. called. It wasn't but Caldwell Montgomery. It
1: was it Caldwell.
0: No, Caldwell was the big square one right across from the rec center, like directly across uh, the court or the quad. Uh, no, that was Montgomery. Caldwell was chapel. No. That's good about it. Oh, but whatever it was called, yeah, that's that's where um,
1: I did same um, with the album artwork from Annalise, who was a great painter, by the way. She she moved away, which I'm kind of sad about, but at the same time, yeah, she was a she was a great painter. Um, and let's see, um, after I made those songs, I ended up uh, making a couple in my in my room, room 13, right next to yours. Um,
0: The trash Yeah, so. What was that one song that like we, you you made it, I think, I don't know if you made that sophomore year or freshman year, but we played the hell out of it. Um, There's a lot of musky mile trips where that, that was playing. Oh God! It was uh, on SoundCloud. Uh, I remember that.
1: Oh God! I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but God, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, the Musky Mile probably
0: took my memory. But. Same. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't need to get into what a Musky Mile is. My mom listens to this thing. <laughs>
1: But yeah, we we definitely
0: we had some good times there. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember um. Dave, you, and me sitting in your room, turn the lights off, have your TV on. I don't remember what was on the TV, but I remember we would all just sit and chill. And I mean, obviously, we were drinking some beers, and you were drinking your gin, and we would <sighs> just sit there, and we would like all three take turns singing different songs, and like every time Dave got a turn, it was always Jason Aldean's, uh, what was that? Red Dirt Road or something like that? It's something like that, yeah. It, that's like the only song he knew. He probably still only knows, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I stepped up after that uh, when I came back here. Um, I ended up getting a Focus Focusrite Scarlet uh, kit for my laptop. And it came with Phantom Power, basically. Uh, you got an interface, headphones, a mic, um, and, and, uh, and a I, I wanted to call it a windsock, but a, a spit guard, basically. Um, so, yeah, stepped that up, and then I, I didn't really make music for like a year, and then after that, I, I restarted and uh, basically rebranded myself. Uh, I went from authentic to lost Donald for a while. Um, and then bounced right back to Authentic, uh, came out with a bunch of songs with JT, uh, shouts out to JT, by the way, uh, Tis B. um, he's a, he's a good artist, he just had, he just had a baby girl, so pretty yeah. proud of him, uh, give him a listen, he's on Spotify, uh, iTunes, and and uh, SoundCloud. We made we made songs together and you got Adam Zamid, you got Creed, you got Jathan you got all of them who helped me out. But shouts out to all them by the way. Um But yeah, so I ended up stepping up and then um, I came out with like Don Gotti, um what else? I came out with the whole lights mixtape, uh, which is which is dropping on Spotify March Four, three, four, uh, V6 to V8, which is one of my favorite songs, um, that I've done, uh, comes out the 22nd. So two twenty two twenty two, uh, angel number, angel number, angel number all together. But, um, yeah, so I ended up elevating. Uh, I got, once I moved, uh, out to Kettering and stuff, I ended up buying, uh, getting on United Masters, which allowed me to get my stuff on Spotify, Apple Music, and and, uh, helped me grow a lot altogether. So I haven't really done many videos. I shot Tiz B's, uh, I forget the name of the song. Oh, he's going to hate me for that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I shot his music video on an iPhone. I started working with From the Soul Productions, uh, with Malachi Whiting. Uh, I ended up going to ICB, which also worked with, uh, Avid South, South of the International College of Broadcasting, Uh uh, I went to ICB, uh, picked up the same skills, basically redid everything I did. I had a show at WMCO when I was at Muskingum. I had a show while I was at ICB. So uh, all together, practicing, honing my skills, advertisements, whatnot, shoot videos. So it's, it's been a big part of my life in, in its entirety. It's kind of what, what I modeled things around. But, um, yeah, I, I ended up changing and reverting my name to Don Authentic um, I'm waiting on the BMI to come back on that, uh, so I can get my registered and my my copyrighted name. But um, so what,
0: fit, uh, what? led you to like uh, pick the name Authentic, and then what kind of like led you to pick your new name?
1: Um, authentic. I just I always felt that I had had different like uh, lyrics and and ways of going about music. I've always done things either a hard way or a different way um i my goal is to not be like anybody else i want to be my true self uh i always want people to be themselves so like say if you're if you're singing along or rapping along to my music you know what i'm saying you you can you can when you're saying it like you yourself are saying the word authentic so you're putting that energy out there you're putting your mind in that in that mind frame and for everybody to be their authentic self is the goal um of that basically and then the transference to Don Authentic so Don Authentic Don I'm not going to go too deep into I think you know why Don is Don yep. but um, Authentic it had to stay um, I've loved that name and, but I had to double up because I realized that you got Levi with authentic, you got everything saying authentic, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. but everything that's saying authentic is, is either copywritten or registered or something And you got to have a name that's in front of it or, or else, you know, you can catch a lot, a, a lot of Mexican foods, um, a lot of Latin foods, I guess I should say, or, or have, have the word authentic or restaurants too. um, so it's just looking that name up like you have to you have to add the don
0: or else you're yeah you're not gonna find anything but your shoes clothes
1: and and uh, Mexican cuisine so I kind of figured that would be the best way to go
0: but so that, I saw it. that copyright and stuff that's that's a lot of headache I say so the people I paid to have my logo created for me um, I paid fifty dollars for it and it, it looks. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, it's not exactly what I wanted. It's close. But they also, right at the end of it, after they made it, they said, All right, so we're ready to proceed with the copyright information. And I was like, Wait, what? Uh, I didn't think I was going to, like, ain't nobody going to take this name from me. I mean, wh- what do I want to pay for copyright for, especially if, like, you know, all this stuff fails? And then I started thinking about it a little bit more and I was like, You know what? Even if it fails, who, who cares? Maybe. You know, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't, doesn't matter, I'm still going to give it a shot. And they're like, well, if you do it, if you do this copyright, then you won't have to worry about someone taking your brand if you get big enough and, you know, stealing away content viewers and then me having to start over from scratch. So I was like, all right, go for it. So I paid for the copyright, which I still haven't gotten all the credentials back yet. They said it takes three to four months. So, but once I get all that, I got my name for two years and then... That means I got two years to decide if it's working out or not. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, and with that, like, they always say, what, um, God, I can't remember. I literally just had it before, before, oh, God, what is it? Uh, Like an LLC, basically, like, yeah. you, you need, the, the LLC is, is really what your name is. Like, nobody owns it, but they own it. You know what I mean, and that yeah. and that can, go you know, their companies and whatnot. Like they can they can back a lot of their stuff up via their LLCs, and to get your LLCs, it's it's difficult. But, but Malachi uh, was successful in it from, from the Soul Visuals, so oh, really? uh, he's a good person to talk about. We I'll link you to him uh, that way you can talk about it. Um, but um, yeah, so. Yeah, so I I think I'm saying his last name wrong now that I think about it, but I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. But Malachi, shouts out to Malachi, um altogether. Forgive me for the I know a lot. I know a couple of Malachi, so um but yeah, I just I, I don't know. Like I just it's taken a long time and, and a long time coming, but the one person who helped me out a lot was Bee Weave on that and shouts out to her. She's she's a very good artist, very good singer. we got, we became very close, so uh, she's like my big sister, man, like, I appreciate her more than, more than anyone, you know what I mean, not, not just anyone, you know,
0: but, you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. But, yeah. So, well, well, let me first say this, I'll tell you this right now, from what you've just said, and, you know, you're going through your whole backstory, how you got into the music and the editing and all that software stuff it's gonna pay off for you one day like one day i'm someone's gonna be like hey you, you ever heard this guy i'm like heard him fuck dude i i've sat in the room and always made stuff before like what you mean uh, like you, you, it's gonna take off for you one day but you had to go through all that stuff to be able to like you know perfect your craft so it's gonna pay off for you one day hell it's probably already paying off for you you got your own uh apparel and stuff coming out. So now oh, you're doing good
1: Yeah, you know I I would think so, but I don't know if you can hear my dog barking in the background, but uh, I also got a new dog. Uh she's not very new, but she's new enough. Um it's little Miss Molly, my little Beagle Quirky. Um Man,
0: that's a hell of a nice I needed I needed my my companion. So I get that. I say my companion's She's too old to be down here with me, and I'm not here enough, so, but she she's up at Mom and Dad's. She's oddly enough, she's a beagle Dalmatian. Oh, that's sweet. And <laughs> say, I don't know if you remember what she looks like, but she's still ornery as ever. She just her, her clock's ticking down.
1: Some things you kiss, you just can't
0: help, you know. You know what, it is what it is. You know, they say that uh, dogs are only a portion of our lives, but to them, we are their entire life, and I think I've given her a great life, and I'd say I spoil the shit out of her. Um, I don't get to see her as much as I like to anymore, but, you know, whenever I come home, it's and I'm actually at the house, like, she's following me around just like she was when she was a puppy. Yeah, I'm. There, won't ever be a dog to replace her, but you, you know what I mean. Like, they're they're called man's best friend for a reason. They never leave.
1: Facts. Yep, yeah, I love my little baby girl, man. She's she's beautiful. She just turned one, December nineteenth. So she's she's a good familiar. She's got my personality. So
0: hell yeah. Uh, how big is she? Like she small like a corgi, or is she a little bit bigger like a beagle?
1: She is the exact mix. Like she's she's got the length of the beagle, but she's got the the corgi body, but she has beagle legs and she has the corgi ear ears with the beagle coat. So like yeah. She's like the exact mix, but her teeth are sharp. I don't know where she gets her
0: teeth. (laughs) How old is she? Uh, she, she is a year and a month. Oh, uh, that's yeah. why the teeth are still so sharp. Oh, yeah. That's terrifying because her and I like to fight. So. <laughs> that does not surprise me. I don't know. Kisses is, uh, like I said, Beagle Dalmatian. She's a little bit taller than normal beagles. Um, she's got the beagle head and the beagle bark. But she is completely <laughs> spotted, black and white, like a Dalmatian, and she's That's got the crazy. temperament of the Dalmatian. <laughs> but, uh So what? Obviously, the end goal for your music and stuff is to take off, and you know that be your your career. Um. So what's what what's in store coming up? And you you said you have some music dropping uh next month and this month so what got any collaborations you're trying to work on for this year or helping other people put out some albums like i don't know what what you what you're working on um let's see uh me and my
1: buddy cree always talk about making a song together we we still have we have the beat ready we have the vocals ready it's just he he moved and and i moved so we're a little out of the way from each other but Uh, One of my best friends, shout out to Cree Barker, uh, a.k.a. Cree Barker, but uh, him and I have been working, Uh, when Sosa gets back up here, him and I will get together and and work on some stuff. Um, uh, Let's see, Uh, one of my buddies, Lawrence, he wants to work, uh, which I can't wait for, uh, his music, he altogether gives me Anderson Pack vibes, so we're gonna work on some
0: things. I got JB from Columbus, you know JB um, uh, from Javon Musca- J. Brown. Yeah, oh hell yeah, yeah. Him and I are, are gonna work. I've been trying to get CJ
1: to do stuff, but I'm totally up to CJ. CJ is just different. Yeah, um, good different though. Oh yeah, I'm not that in a bad way. Um, He's authentic. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both good dudes um, yeah i love them um let's see i got i got a bunch of, i got a bunch of artists i'm ready to work with they're, they're willing we're we're
0: already on it um, so, i don't know where he lives anymore um you remember Potts? yep say so you, you ever think about doing something with him or is that just totally a different style uh no i'll i'll do something yeah, I'm down. So um, I don't know if he's still making music. I know he still kind of does podcasts here and there. I and mean, he started his podcast when we were hell. I think I was still in college when he started or right after.
1: Um, do you remember? You remember Zay?
0: Um, oh yeah, yeah. He he was older than me. Yeah. Yeah. He he, he left Missingham uh, to chase that dream, and it's working out for him.
1: Oh yeah, LME Tunchy. Shouts out to LME 2G. Uh He's been
0: dropping so. Shouts out to him. Say he was um, always a cool dude to hang out with. Um, I I always enjoyed his time with him, but you know he he definitely struck me as a guy that had a couple nuts and bolts a little loose. But he was always a good guy to be around. Oh yeah, I mean, hey, you know that's just that's just how that goes. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Him and I, I've been trying to work
1: with him for the longest time. He's just out in California doing his thing. So yeah, yeah. I can't really, I can't really, you know. I can't really stop him. He's, he's shining
0: right now. So right. I can't, you know what I'm saying? It, like you said, it's a little hard to, you know, do collaboration or anything when there's some distance in between.
1: Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I've been planning on working with him. I, I spoke with, I think it was like two summers ago with Yali. Uh, he's doing his thing. Shouts out to Yali. Uh, Blue check. Um, Verified. But, yeah, he's... Uh, He's doing it. I'm, I've been trying to work with him. Uh, Triple A. Uh, he had this thing called 937 Love, which I really like. That's the area code for Dayton. So love that. That was dope. Uh, but I have a bunch coming out. I have Lone Wolf that just dropped. That's gonna be on my next album. Um, but I'm not. I'm not gonna release the name of the album yet. Um, it's, it's still in the works. I got. I got a good five songs, six songs ready for it. Um, but right now let's see i have need you coming out on valentine's day um that one i did a while ago but it's the transference and it's just kind of fitting um so on valentine's day check out need you um like i said 222 uh, uh v6 to v8 one of my favorite songs i made uh, that's coming out um you got the whole lights mixtape um if you it, so so big hint if you're listening and you want to check out my music it's don authentic on spotify apple music but big hint for the lights mixtape um all the colors they have the parenthesis words and then the words next to the parenthesis make an entire sentence or or should depict an entire scene um so uh when that comes out go ahead and read that but that's coming out uh i got new merch coming out um I got. I, I'm starting to figure out how to work on baseball jerseys and whatnot. So the three quarter sleeves. So I'm gonna see see if I can work on that. Um, but yeah, I, I got a bunch coming out. I got a bunch of stuff coming out. Um, I got a bunch of transfers. So everything that was on SoundCloud is gonna be on uh, on uh, Spotify and Apple Music, such as uh, what is it? Uh, Conley nine three seven um, or indirect quotes or uh, when you when you and I went to Muskingum together on uh, probation um, that one is coming out too um, That Kid, one of my favorite songs uh, that's going to be on there so I got like five albums dropping all together uh, from 2017 up to today so uh, at least five years worth of music coming out uh, within the next couple months, and then, um, yeah, uh, looking for gigs right now. So if you need an
0: artist to perform and stuff, you know, and you're listening, just let me know. Um, we'll we'll chop it up. It's crazy you say that because that's that's a hell of a segue. <laughs> um, so the I don't know what they call it yet because um, you know, Grindstone Ventures isn't really set up like a corporation or anything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not calling myself the VP or the vice or the president or anything. But uh, in essence, the number two guy or the VP of this that I started this with, uh, he's actually episode number two of the podcast, Stephen. I I shot him an idea after we got you on the calendar. I said, uh, he makes some awesome music and stuff like that. I was like, I'm kind of... I want to toss him the idea, but I wanted to toss Stephen the idea first, see what he thought. I said, uh, we'll, we'll, let's see if we can't get him to like, you know, be the background music for our show and you know our intro and outro to our podcast and stuff like that." And he's like, "All right, let's do it and stuff." So, what do you what do you think about that?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm down. Uh, yeah, I, real question is though, do you want me to create, um, create the song? You know, like, you want me to, to come up with something
0: or you want to use some old stuff? Because I can, I can come up with something, whatever. So, you want. I mean, you know me. You've seen me get almost every tattoo of my body. And you know the the reasons I get my tattoos is I like, I like to give the artist free reign. So, like, my tattoos on my forearm, you remember, I said, uh, here's the idea. This is what it stands for. Go for it. Run with whatever you got. So it's worked out for me well in the past, you know, and... Tattoos are permanent, so we'll, we'll, we'll pitch you the idea. I'll send you the details and, and stuff like what what the whole thing's about. You know, obviously it's going to have outdoors-related content, but the podcast is obviously a little different. Um, but basically, I'll just give you the details and let you see what you come up with. And say, you're, you're one of the most creative people I know.
1: Hell yeah, I, I appreciate that, and I'll, I'll gladly do that.
0: For sure. And I say, I know you can do all kinds of different musics, hip-hop. Hell, I've heard you do... I wouldn't say it's like Upchurch covers and stuff because, you know, he's covering a song so he's doing it as best he can to match the original artist. But, like, you know how Upchurch transitioned from, like, uh, hip-hop to straight country to, you know, grudge rock and roll. I I don't even know if that's a good word for it. But, like, Alice and Change and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I, I... I've heard you do that and stuff with other songs, and uh, obviously most of the time it was in the car doing Musky Mile, but shit, I I got no worries in the world with you doing it.
1: Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm big up for it, so let's do
0: it. Hell yeah. But Oh, let's see here. Well, it looks like it about really covers everything. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, but I do. Um, I do want to
1: say uh, I'm happy for you. I'm glad that this is taking off. I'm glad that uh, glad that I could be on the show um, for sure. But yeah, dude, like you know, keep your keep your nose to the grindstone.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, I appreciate you coming on here, man. Like, been, like you of all people, since you've done stuff like this for you know since you were in middle school it's hard it it's a a huge learning curve when you're doing it yourself and you know you always got that that group of people that you know in your back your back of your mind you're like well they're they're going to make fun of me or whatever but to be able to keep doing it no matter what the people say that i haven't really got to that point yet because i'm still so new at it but you know i got you to look up to in that because you hell you're still grinding out yeah, I,
1: uh, I honestly like the, the best thing I can say is like no matter what somebody says, what you say to yourself means more. So if somebody says, for example, somebody says your podcast is stupid, you know, like somebody, somebody demoralizes your podcast. Like you like it, it's yours. And even if somebody does say that, say thank you, because at that point it's like being on the football field. And you miss a tackle, or say like somebody's talking smack, you know. And what are you gonna do? You're gonna shake it off, no matter what. So that same mentality. That's that's gonna carry you a long way, you know. And and like I'm not saying I'm going I'm going the longest way, but I'm saying it's it's gonna carry. And you, of all people I know, know that. Um, so it's just hard. It's hard when when you know people that don't understand or don't know you or, or don't understand your background or don't really want to you know a lot of the times they're mad they're not doing it themselves or they're upset but at the same time if somebody says something bad ask them for constructive criticism uh, or ask them for advice or or give them, give them something to be like oh oh you weren't offended by that
0: yeah. like make them make them eat their words because
1: you know like say oh a lot of people come up to me and they're like they're like oh well you can do this you can do that like you you gotta like thanks like i appreciate that and i'll take that in consideration and i'll work with it because you know what somebody else doesn't like is what somebody else likes you know and that kind of reverse back then man, one man's trash is another man's treasure It's like, so it's the type same mentality for everything everything runs in concurrence and and uh and it's just how things go, you know. Uh, you know, we can we can speak more on the uh, theory of interconnectivity mm-hmm. and, and how words possess and carry meanings and, and spell bindings and and a lot of my music. Uh, there's a lot of spell binding going on. Uh, I'm also kind of into like witchcraft and and all
0: that, um, you know. But that's a that's a whole other topic, whole other subject. It's yeah. just um, maybe yeah. maybe one day we'll have to get you over here in person do a another episode we'll bring i don't know tim you remember tim yeah he he likes to like any any more recently it's more his tiktok videos he'll come across like i used to take things you used to tell me and then like i'd throw them at him um and like it was like his whole brain would just stop and he'd be like dude wait what like how how do you come up with this?" like uh, I you didn't tell me this. I think we both like kind of discovered it and like had long conversations over it in college at the same time. But like I remember saying it to Tim on a early morning ride, and by early morning I mean like we got in a car at like ten thirty and we drove until four A. M. Just BSing and shit like but I looked at him and I was like, You know, when people die, they say that it's actually been proven there's like seven seconds of brain activity after you're clinically dead. He goes, okay. And I was like, they say that you relive your memories in that seven seconds. And he's like, well, that's pretty cool. And I said, well, what if you're living your memories right now? And he just like, his brain like exploded. And anymore since we started having those conversations when we were younger, he, he just finds stuff that's similar and he'll send it to me. And he'd be like, dude, what if? So if only Tim knew that like I started getting the capacity to think in different ways like that from you. I'm sure us three could have a hell of a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Oh, yeah. I, I, that may not be a podcast podcast episode. That may just be, you know, us three getting together and fucking having a conversation and hanging out. Thanks. But, uh, well, it's 1030, and I need, to, I need to hop off here. I got some stuff I got to get up early for for grad school in the morning, so... I appreciate you coming on here, man. I like I I love catching up with you. I miss you.
1: I miss you too, bro. I miss you too, but we're always, we're always around.
0: Hell yeah! And say if we're not around, we always we always shoot each other text. Say I've been hell, I've been Snapchatting you, texting you for oh a long time. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <laughs> those scary snaps with the
0: old phone. Oh dude, <laughs> how many times do I get made fun of in the Ulster group chat because I? get memories on my Snapchat that I send, and it's, like, from before the iPhone era for me. <laughs> it's like, don't make fun of me. I, I, was, I was a poor motherfucker in college.
1: Weren't we all?
0: <laughs> yep. But, you know what? If we weren't, we wouldn't be who we are today. Exactly. But uh, if you want to, you can tell them your social medias if you want. Uh, if not, awesome. it doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, with that, I'd say that probably one of my favorite episodes so far if not the favorite
1: oh yeah that makes me happy um let's see uh facebook you can find me uh you have me as a friend talk to me whatever kane conley kane with a k um and then my facebook page i have two of them uh that are active right now uh one is don authentic you can find me at authentic on facebook um You can find, uh, my culture content under culture content, uh, at culture content on Facebook. Um, let's see, um, my Instagram, uh, authentic flows, um, uh, authentic flows. It has links to all my, all my musics, all my channels, all my stuff on it. Uh, you can find my United Masters link on there. Um, Let's see. Uh, Go on Spotify, Apple Music, um, SoundCloud and YouTube. Type in Don Authentic. You can find all my music. Um, Let's see. What else do I have? That's that's it. Um, Yeah. So if you want to check me out, basically everything is Don Authentic, D-O-N-A-U-T-H-E-N-T-I-C. Um and yeah just look me up that's where I'm at Shouts out to everybody I talked about on this podcast Shouts out to Fure for the for the you know the interview I guess the <laughs> podcast <laughs> you know I didn't even know what to call it I, we, it's just like we were shooting shit for real that, that's great that's so, the bro. whole goal but I'm up you know I, I love this Uh keep doing what you're doing bro I, I really I really appreciate you and I'm glad that uh you found
0: something you enjoy doing me too man oh. me too hell yeah but well i appreciate you coming on here dude i'm gonna have to get you on for another episode i i i guarantee i i'm gonna have to get you on here for another one
1: let's do it just let me know
0: when hell yeah but uh hey keep making that music man love it
1: will do keep making your podcast
0: I'll do my best and say, I love doing it. It just, you know, it takes a while to get things rolling. Always does. But, all right, bud. Well, you have a good yeah. one. Tell the fam I said hello and hope they're doing well. Oh, well, I, I hope yours is too. Yeah, well, they should be. I'm the same. Everybody is that I know of. Them. <laughs> but all righty, buddy. Well, we'll talk to you later. I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course, Bubba. I
1: got you no matter what. Thank you for having me.
0: Yep, no problem, buddy. Yep. Later. Later. So as you guys heard, that was my buddy Kane. Um, Went to college with him. He was my neighbor in Ulster house for a year. Uh, Spent a lot of time with that guy. I got a lot of respect for him, what he does. Uh, Not many people I know his age or that group of freshmen he came in with in college that works as hard as he does for something that he loves that much um he's one of the inspirations that got me rolling on this youtube podcast stuff like that um when i have questions and stuff like that he's one of the people i go to figure it out uh but i got a lot of love for that guy he'd been there through some dark times in my life i've been there through some dark times in his life Say. there ain't nothing I wouldn't do for that guy. So, uh, like you said, go check him out on all his social medias, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Dawn Authentic. Um, I I say even if you're not a hip hop or rap person, just go give him go give him a listen and I say he he doesn't put that kind of music out just to put it out. He puts it out with passion and his lyrics are all thought out. It's not like random humble jumble on the. F- uh, piece of paper that he reads off. He he puts a lot of thought into everything he 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 writes and puts out there. So, uh, shout out to him for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm definitely gonna have to get him on for another one. So, even if this isn't your cup of tea or whatever for an episode like this, you know, you, coming into Grindstone Adventures podcast, not the channel, the podcast, you got to keep an open mind because you know I'm I'm not just trying to keep this as a hunting or an outdoor oriented podcast like this is this is where i come to BS. This is where i come to unwind and have fun and learn new things and talk to people and put different people out there you know bring everybody along with me and be brought along with them at the same time so if this isn't for you um, shoot me a suggestion what would make you think it could do better or um, what you'd like to hear and who you'd want to hear from so with that um, this is Grindstone Adventures, Episode 4. Um, your host, Zach Fear, and I am out.